Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbionica.com. C Y M B I O. TIKA.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Insiders wherever you get your podcasts. And everybody from Philadelphia, 76ers, Sixers last night take a pretty dominant victory over the Chicago Bulls. De'Anthony Melton steps into the starting lineup in the absence of James Harden. Shout out, of course, to De'Anthony for his versatility all season, doing whatever's asked of him, stepping up in big moments, and cool to see him sort of find a good stride uh, in recent days and weeks heading into the playoffs. So De'Anthony finishes with a team-high 25 points, plus four rebounds, four assists, three steals, and a block. He finished at a plus 29 in 33 minutes of play, 8 for 16 from the field, 4 threes, 5 for 6 from the free throw line. Also 20-point scorers, uh, also scoring 20 points, rather, Tyrese Maxey, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal, 8 for 19 from the field, 4 for 8 from the th- from three-point territory, and Matt Doc said after the game that he was perhaps most impressed with the fact that Tyrese Maxey was picking up full court last night, showing some defensive intensity, really seen some improvements uh, from young Tyrese on the defensive end in recent weeks as well. Tobias Harris, the third and final 20-plus point scorer, 20 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, so close to another triple-double for Tobias Harris, finishes at a game-high plus 40. I saw a stat on StatMuse that I'm going to look to pull up um, about how Tobias is one of very few players to have multiple 40 plus, uh, plus 40 rather, finishes this season. Matt, there are a few other key performers that that we can of course talk about, um, but I think that worth noting is how everybody contributed across the board uh, from the starters to the bench. At one point in the second quarter, all nine Sixers that had participated scored. That included at the time, of course, Joel Embiid, who ended up leaving the game early, didn't come back in the second half. I've seen a lot of tweets about that as well. The official word, of course, there, I want to use the correct language, mild right calf tightness for Joel, but expected to play Friday. Um, And so good to see the Sixers figure it out in the second half without James Harden or Joel Embiid. 
and do it in, in pretty dominant fashion. So Matt, as always, what stands out to you? Well, Lauren Rosen, not a key performer is me right now, because if any podcast listener sort of hears me abruptly joining the conversation right now, it's because I forgot to record the first few minutes of this show on my end. So I think the podcast (laughs) is going to start with the box score, your lovely box score breakdown and my box score takeaway, which is the near triple double for Tobias Harris, his sixth game of the season with at least 20 points, five rebounds and five assists and it was much more than that it was tw- it was the 20 points but it was nine rebounds and eight assists in the 33 minutes as you laid out of course great shooting night for Tyrese Maxey and DeAnthony Melton uh, uh, particularly in the first half and I know we may hear from Tobias Harris post game on spaces right now but how about that first half rhythm that this team was in of their three-point shooting night where they had 16 makes they had 12 of 22 in the first half 54 and a half percent and that included maxi going four for five melton going three for five i thought some stats that came out of that 76 48 halftime score were really interesting including one that was tweeted by our friend kate scott the tv voice of the 76ers via josh schrager on their crew The Sixers, 23 assists on 26 made buckets in the first half, a season high for any half and the most since December 7th, 2019 for the Sixers. And they were up 20, not even five minutes into the game, in large part due to the shooting. Maxie and Melton are in quite good form from beyond the arc right now, and Tobias Harris as well. For him to finish with such a well-rounded stat line, it was good to see, and almost a triple-double for Harris, but... Uh, knocked down a couple threes as well. So a night that you shoot it that well. They were up 20 with 7.41 left in the first quarter, the second fastest into a game that a team took a 20-point lead over the last 25 seasons, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. Shout out, Elias. That's a great stat. A 17-0 start ended up being a 23-1 lead. Matt, you mentioned those uh, the two fellas in the academy. If you don't know what the academy is, it means you're not subscribed to the Big Niang Theory with George Niang. So make sure you're doing that uh, because our first guests of the season were DeAnthony Melton and Tyrese Maxey. Um, and they talked a lot about how they work together, working out together with their player development coach, Spencer Rivers, um, and the way that they both developed that three-point shot that, that yielded four apiece last night. Uh, also, in the interest of, of getting things right here on Twitter Spaces and the 76ers Insiders podcast, 116.91 victory for the 76ers last night. I believe I said 114, and I have been itching to correct myself ever since. So, Matt Murphy, you mentioned it. I think we should hear now from Mr. Near Triple Double himself Tobias Harris last night after the game and Doc Rivers has given Tobias a lot of credit for being ready staying ready the ultimate professional the ultimate in efficiency production last night shared the ball super well that was another key takeaway from Doc Rivers so let's hear Tobias Harris immediately post game Tobias after the way the last game um, ended just what do you feel like were the biggest corrections that you guys made that allowed you to jump out to the the huge Um, defensively I thought we were just uh, totally locked in from the start of the game, getting stops, getting out running. Um, you know, we know they're a team that helps, over helps a lot too. Uh, so, you know, making that f- first pass, the quick pass as well, that opened up the game for us and we were able to make shots and just uh, roll from there. Um, and then overall too, like I thought we did a better job of 
taking care of the basketball and, you know, valuing every possession and getting a shot up, going to the glass offensive rebounding as well. Uh, but the defense was the name of the game early on and, and making shots. Everybody uh, contributed and, and just got in a good flow tonight. I know that people kind of have mixed feelings about these back-to-back games that now they kind of sprinkle throughout the season, but is this a was this a good one to have because you could, like, immediately – make those corrections and, and do it against the same opponent? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we knew that wasn't our best effort, um, you know, at, at home. And uh, I, I thought that we just had too many mental mistakes in that game, um, whether that was uh, turnovers, defensive execution, and uh, on, on the offensive end, just not making the easy play. And I thought tonight was a good job to come in and, and, and just take um, – We'll take what we learned from the last game and put it into play. And we got off, obviously, we got off to a good start, great start, really, and was able to, to just let that fuel us through the, through the whole night. And anytime you have that type of lead and that cushion, you know, it's easy to get relaxed. But I thought, you know, we, we did a good job of just keeping it above 20 for the majority of the time, and, and that was big for us. Who's the key for you tonight, just within all the offensive stuff you're talking about, um, but yeah, being able to make an impact in, in a bunch of different ways tonight? No, just to uh, be aggressive with whatever play, and that necessarily doesn't mean looking for a shot every time. Um, you know, just take what the defense is given, and um, you know, with the added opportunities I was able to have in offensive, on the offensive end in the half court, just being able to try to pick apart how they're playing. Um, you know, I, I I know how they play and how they rotate on defense. So just being able to look for look for my shot coming off, but also a lot of guys were open tonight on those easy skip passes. And um, I thought we, we shot we shot the ball really well tonight, and even had a lot of good looks that guys would love to have another shot at. And you know that's that you know that's that type of rhythm and the flow the whole team needs. Um, as we you know wind down the stretch that we have up until playoffs. We talked so much about how well you guys have played on the road this whole month, which was mm. supposed to be a really challenging road month, and you guys have rolled through it basically. Just what do you feel like maybe even the things like off the court and the way you approach games is have you guys, I don't even want to use the word mature, but have you guys progressed in that way that's now kind of the intangible stuff that's now leading to wins, or is that things? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're going out and partying every night, so. Yeah. That's what's helping us. No, <laughs> Tobias Harris having some fun there at the end with a lighthearted answer about the team's road success. Harris with 29 and 8 in 33 minutes at Chicago. The Sixers are 49 and 23 overall, third in the Eastern Conference, 26 and 11 at home, yes, but 23 and 12 away from home for that 49. And 23 record. We talked a lot about the first half and the shooting start they got off to, but defense was key in this one as well. In fact, in the fourth quarter, the Sixers held the Bulls to just 15 points, and they get the win in night two of the the mini series with a, a day off in between. After losing in Philadelphia, they beat the Bulls in Chicago. the The road trip continues now. Flew out west. Lauren, the the back-to-back coming up, a very interesting back-to-back at that. The Golden State Warriors at their place on Friday, and then at Phoenix, the Suns on Saturday. Both of those games will be 10 p.m. Eastern starts, NBC Sports Philadelphia and 97.5. The Fanatic, 
NBA TV as well for the the Golden State game. But on paper, it it looks very difficult with that back-to-back against Golden State and Phoenix. The Warriors are 38 and 36. They're starting a homestand, and they've been really good at home. 29 and 7 home record. The road has kind of been their kryptonite this year, but they're they're in sixth in the West. So a matchup that everyone will have their eyes on on Friday in the Bay. Yeah, a meaningful matchup for both teams. Uh, you mentioned it. The Warriors have struggled on the road of late. Just took a five-game road trip and lost three uh, of those five, and then one in Houston and in Dallas last night. Houston, not last night, but Dallas last night. Uh, and and the Warriors, of course, always bring the firepower. They bring the championship experience. They will bring a challenge to the 76ers, who did not play tired last night, but have got to be dealing with some fatigue by and large. Then you mentioned, of course, the team moves on to Phoenix and Denver. Matt, I'm looking forward to all three of these West Coast matchups and always interesting Uh, when you get to see teams that you don't get to see all that often. Sixers after dark, for those of you on the East Coast. I am, I don't know, Matt, I was going to say, do you you have any of those three that stand out to you that you've had circled on your calendar? I know all three could be great, but but anything you're particularly looking forward to, perhaps a single matchup that might excite you most? I don't know if you see where I'm going here, but (laughs) what do you think? It's Denver, for sure. And I circled this one on Spaces, actually, a a few spaces ago, I think. So Monday, the 27th, 9.30 Eastern start for that one in Denver. The Sixers at the Nuggets. Of course, the MVP conversation with Joel Embiid kind of being the favorite right now over Nikola Jokic. Phoenix in between Golden State and Denver. They have not had Kevin Durant since March 8th with an ankle injury, and he's expected back either at the, the end of this month or potentially early April, so it does not sound like he will be back when the Sixers uh, visit the Phoenix Suns, that huge trade that went down with Durant going from Brooklyn to Phoenix. I did want to give a shout-out to Jimmy, who says good morning from China, and then Winona, dedication here. Winona checked in and, and first of all said, I love how Toby is stepping up, thinks the Sixers can take the Warriors in the next game of the trip, and then said, a little earlier on, I was traveling last night during the game from New York to Tampa. A plane was packed and the $8 internet was spotty, but I had to see the fellas. Great win. Let's all get some rest. But that's dedication. Getting the internet, watching the Sixers, Bulls, um, and I'm glad that the, the Sixers were able to come through for Winona as we get ready to, to wind down. Do you have any insight, Lauren Rosen, on the popcorn photo in, in the locker room with Tyrese Maxey? <laughs> No specific insight, uh, but we know that Tyrese is a popcorn fan. Many a meme has been born uh, from Tyrese eating normal-sized receptacles of popcorn. Last night, of course, it was an ultra-large one. If you haven't seen it, I know Matt uh, pinned that tweet to the top of the space. If you're listening as podcast, make sure you go either to the Sixers' Twitter, Instagram, or Tyrese's Instagram for a nice photo of our man holding on to a very large bag of popcorn. It's how he likes to unwind after a long day. Who can blame him? Uh, Matt, Tyrese Maxey did not play in the first matchup between the Sixers and Warriors, nor did Stephen Curry. So we'll hope to see both of them tomorrow night. That's Friday night. 
uh, in the Bay. Very much looking forward to the Sixers hopefully getting their second and final win over the Golden State Warriors this year. They took a 118-106 win in the first meeting between the teams. Joel Embiid notched a 34.13 rebound double-double in that one. James Harden scored 27-5 and 9. DeAnthony Melton was big in that matchup as well, near to triple-double territory with 17 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. As for that Nuggets game, you mentioned there's some uncertainty in between, of course, with with exactly who the the Phoenix Suns, not rather not uncertainty, but the Phoenix Suns matchup, not quite as star-studded as, as people might have hoped when they looked at this stretch with Kevin Durant sidelined, but the Nuggets uh, finale for this road stretch will be something. The Sixers also won that one. Uh, the first matchup between those teams, 126 to 119. Joel Embiid was pretty spectacular. 47 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, three steals, and two blocks. Uh, and you know these teams are looking forward to facing off once again. Matt, I hope to do more of these with you as this road trip continues. As always, we try to do these after Big Sixers wins. We convert them to 76ers Insiders podcast. If you're not following the 76ers Insiders podcast podcast feed, wherever you get your podcasts, Please do so now. Uh, same goes for the big Niang theory with George Niang. We have an episode coming out in the next few days that I think people are really going to like. Um, some special guests, some topical topics. Well, that's not that's not really fair. I guess many topics might be topical, but some topical discussion uh, based on this season, based on life outside of the NBA. I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. So 76ers Insiders podcast, the big Niang theory podcast. Please make sure you're following us there. You can always reach out to us. The DMs are always open. You can tweet at us. You can send us a note. Let us know what you guys want to see. The playoffs approach. So as we, Matt and I, plan our coverage for the playoffs, please let us know what you'd like to see. We are here for you guys. We love doing these. Matt Murphy, I'll let you have the last word. Yes, please follow the 76ers Insiders podcast feed in addition to the Big Niang Theory with George Niang and Lauren Rosen. We've got a bunch of conversations with Sixers players Uh, individual interviews coming to the 76ers Insiders podcast feed in the very near future. For the last word today, I am going to repeat some stuff I mentioned at the top, which got cut off from the podcast. But after this win in Chicago, the bounce back win, the Sixers are now 10 and 2 in a road heavy march. They've won seven straight on the road. So everyone's looking for that to continue as they have three more games on this road trip. But that will do it for us today. Stay tuned throughout the end of the regular season. Lauren Rosen, thank you so much. Thanks to the listeners. And we'll see and hear from everybody next time. See you guys. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. 
going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 